This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Let's... uh head further into the valley to Abbotsford. And over the last uh, probably about six months or so, we've been hearing a lot about uh, a homeless encampment there. Uh, there have been um, issues and challenges when it comes to violence and, and safety and the growth of that um, encampment as well. Now, I know yesterday, um, a housing minister of Ikelo was out there making an announcement. Joining me now is our uh, contributor, Jerry Mayer Jensen. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic, Jazz. How are you? I'm doing very well. You know, it's nice to talk about, although we love talking about all our communities, we spend a lot of time talking about Surrey these days. So mm-hmm. it's good mm-hmm. to talk a little bit about uh, a, little a little further east. Yeah, so I understand uh, uh, you talked to the mayor today? I did, I did. So I, of course, I was very interested specifically about the Lonzo Seamass encampment uh, just off Highway 1 there that they they gave them notice, they gave the residents there, I guess, to notice that you you do have to clear out by the 26th of June. However, uh, this is going to be the space where we put a temporary shelter, uh, 50 beds, and that should be uh, up in the fall. And... uh, if you would like to hear some of the chat that I had with Abbotsford, Abbotsford Mayor Ross Siemens, yes, I want to talk about, of course, the Lonzo Sumas encampment plan, because when I read about it, it struck me as pretty uniquely sort of humanitarian because the province is sheltering people and storing their belongings until this new temporary shelter is uh, constructed at the same site. Is that right? Yep, it aligns with the character of the city of Abbotsford. That must have taken a whole massive lot of planning because there's a lot of multifacets and different organizations coming together to help these individuals. Yeah, we have very good community engagement and outreach teams here, and, and everybody worked together. Um, at the end of the day, this is about uh, people, first and foremost. You've been involved in Abbotsford municipal government for what looks like the better part of a decade. So you've seen, obviously, how the, the, the city has grown and, and changed in that time. Can you sort of speak to the growing population in Abbotsford, um, especially in the last five years? It's exceeded the national and even the British Columbia average. So how does that come back to housing in Abbotsford and how does that relate? Well, we're the largest geographic municipality. We were very strategic in our official community plan, understanding that we need to densify from the core out. So yeah, it's it's been um, it's been a lot of work. We've put a lot of time and effort and thought into the process. Um, you know, building out our transit line um, and allowing densification along that. Growing community is always um, has challenges, and we will have to make sure that we're also providing jobs for the people that live here too. The last thing we need is more people on the freeway. We know that we have those transit issues already. And so, um, yeah, we're just working hard on, on all fronts. You said, of course, you said, I mean, naturally, the the efforts to help these these folks that were in the park and ride to access shelter and access the resources that they need to reflect, of course, the character of Abbotsford. Have you, though, experienced any backlash about this very much humanitarian decision? Uh, no, I, I think um, the people in Abbotsford, we're one of the most generous municipalities in all of the country, I think, statistically, um, per capita giving and, and volunteerism is the highest of any municipality, and that goes, you know, with all the major urban centers. 
So I think, you know, the, the values of the people that live here understand the complexities of the, um, of the challenges that many people face um, that are experiencing homelessness. So, yeah, I think it, it just aligns so much with, with the values. I've, I haven't received any backlash on that front. So that was Abbotsford Mayor Ross Siemens. Well, that you know, first of all, that's it's good news, and especially when you hear of all the, um, you know, the, the basically when you look at the violent incidents that we've been hearing about, uh, and the fact that they they found knives and axes and bear spray and machete mm-hmm. and machetes and other things there, and, and real and imitation firearms uh, as well. Now, so uh, they put this up. You were saying in the fall, right? The, the yeah, they're gonna. Unit. It's it should be complete by the like late summer, early fall. Now, is that permanent or is that going to be sort of semi permanent? What stays up for a couple of years and then they find housing for yes. these people? Yeah, so it's going to be temporary for about eighteen months until they find more permanent shelter for these folks. And there's an existing shelter uh, that has forty beds, and they are going to work on converting that into supportive housing. Okay, that's mm-hmm. really good to hear. It is interesting, isn't it? After COVID how many communities are dealing with the issue of homelessness and mental health and addiction. I guess I think partially what it's done is actually highlight how far behind you were pre-COVID and COVID is now just highlighting how much more work is ahead of us and how much neglect there's neglect there's been in the past. Absolutely. And how fragile, right? Like a lot of uh, the things that we take for granted are it's, you know, you're, you might be a fewer, I mean, at least speaking for maybe myself, but you're fewer paychecks away from being in an awful situation. And we definitely learned that with COVID and all of the, all of the downscaling and layoffs and all that yeah, stuff. And, and what I don't like hearing about is, you know, the, you know, Vancouver is broken mm-hmm. and things of that sort. You know, do we have challenges? Yes, we do. Do we have to refocus our resources on things that we probably have neglected in the past? Yes. But you know what? Uh, I was down in Seattle maybe three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Similar challenges down there. I've had friends who go to Portland. They were going to do a couple of nights to watch a basketball game. They came a night early back home because they were with their kids, young kids, and it's a mess down there. Really? In regards to challenges with homelessness and and, and street life. L.A., same sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Toronto's dealing with similar things. Mm-hmm. New York's dealing with similar things. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia. So this notion that Vancouver is broken, I think, is absurd. Uh, but there's no doubt we have challenges. So it's great to see that they're able to address this uh, in, um, in, in Abbotsford. But I'm sure Chilliwack will have its challenges. Oh, yeah. Mission, Surrey. Yeah, everywhere. And you can see everywhere. So it's, it's not something that's going to go away. Um, uh, anytime soon, but I guess, I'm guess I'm glad they're actually uh, addressing it. Uh, nevertheless, Cherry, thank you. Thank you, Jazz.